get ready for a war! That's right, folks. After a lot of months of being on hiatus and being chased by the finest that the mainstream media has to offer, we're back on the program here on Blog Talk Radio. And, of course, thanks to uh, Dennis Chicksola from the Coach Cheek Hockey Network for being kind enough to actually let us crazy schmucks onto his network. Timmy, this is good news. I mean, you, you can't make this stuff up. I, I, I've done good things or something. Let's just say um, we pissed off enough people to actually return on the air, haven't we? It's scary. Uh, for, for those that don't know, a lot has happened in seven months since we had that infamous Adrian Dater episode on here. Um, trust me, that, that, that show alone has over 10,000 listens on Blog Talk Radio, so you may want to go listen to it. It really is good stuff. Aside from what that. What could we possibly have done on that episode that – Really pissed him and Steve Lapori off. As didn't have reason to piss them off beforehand. I do lots of things apparently in my life. One of them is pissing off people really well. I have this knack. I don't know what it is. It could be that injury ninja guy. I don't know. But whatever happened, we really pushed the envelope that night, and unintentionally. I mean, we did not really say anything that had been said. It wasn't like we came out with these new allegations or such. Everything was just laid out in the open. Okay, yep. may, maybe we threw a few other mainstream media people under the bus and ran over them a few times. I don't know who, but we did something, evidently. And you know, we've done enough of that, and I'm glad that we are back on the air finally, and you know what? This is going to be a bigger and better program. That's right, kids. This is bigger and better, because Timmy and I are actually credentialed media members, both of us now, instead of just one of us always being credentialed and the other not being. Um, I think I'll we need a round of applause for that. Do we still have that on the switchboard? That's God, we have. Switchboard. Is it sad that we have so many of these things that well, let's see. The other thing that worries me—the other thing that worries me, Timmy—is the, the stuff plays when you want it to. I, I'm not sure how I feel about this. Uh, gone are the days of the caveman era of Blog Talk Radio, and we are into the hi-fi era of Blog Talk, indeed. It's nice that one of the main complaints that I always had when I was on the show is simply this. Every time I would go to talk to me, without fail, it, sound like, it sounded like I was in an echo chamber. So Yes, it did. I, now, I, I could, would even get background noises when I called you. And, so this is and a, a little not only, not only during the show, but in the pre-show as well. <laughs> now, some of the other things that you'll notice, folks, too, I, I'm sure other hosts have said this and such. Um, when you go to play things such as your sound clips, they're a little loud at first, so we, we, we had to go in and adjust certain things. So, for example, um, ah, let's see, what are, what, what, what's a random sound clip that we have here? Um, no, I can't use that one, Timmy. That's, that's racist. We can't use that one on the show anymore. Um, oh, but, but I have this. Now, now the difference is, I have this this sound clip at almost full. 
Now notice the difference. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! I have to turn that down, Timmy, all the way to like a half. So it that's plays scary. normal. Yeah, that's that's how loud some of these are. So I'm getting look, folks, it's a work in progress. That's why for the first several weeks we're probably not going to have guests because we want to play with the toys and talk hockey too. Um it's it's just it's it's really cool, I have to admit. Feel like I feel like a big spoil. I I really do. Uh, I must have done something right in a previous life, but you know, they get they get rid of some of the particulars and such. We figure we do that over the first ten minutes, and then we we let Timmy have fun for a few minutes. That's that's just how we do things here on the program. And no, then we actually, don't to have a sound. I don't have uh, access to a soundboard. And I remember that one episode where it was just an adventure to navigate through that. Ah, <laughs> oh, folks, I that's still my favorite one. For I think it was like about. I'd say maybe two years ago when we had Lyle, we had Lyle Richardson on with us, and Lyle's like, "You were at the Jersey right? Store, and we had Lyle Richardson on one of the main Lyle, times we had him on." Lyle's like, "Where, where are you?" And I'm like, "I'm on the beach. Where's Timmy? On the switchboard." Instant head slap. That's not good. <laughs> I think I must have muted him quite a few times that show. Because I, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I, I think he said you muted him like about eight or nine times that he knew of. <laughs> trying to get him on the trying to get him on the damn show, and uh, all I keep doing is muting him. Ah, oh, poor Lyle. We owe him, and I'm sure we'll have him on a bunch of times uh, in this second go around. First, second, was it third now? Oh, yeah, third, you yes. think about it. I think it's third now. Um, yeah, there's there's a few people that we're going to we're gonna I'm sure gonna make very angry tonight, uh, including a certain person, certain site that I used to write for that I'm still waiting for the hundred dollars I won that I won my fantasy league for. <clears throat> you know, might want to pay me. Uh, just because I don't work for you anymore doesn't mean you know, <laughs> hockey writers. <clears throat> I mean, this isn't hard. But I, I, I digress. Um, and we, we've got a lot tonight, though. Sure, the free agent frenzy is not a frenzy anymore, and it's not even a trickle, and it's barely even much of anything. Timmy, I think it's safe to say that it is the dog days of summer now. That it is. But we're going to have fun with this anyway. Because, you know, since there's still six divisions, at least until Gary Bettman adds two more. Um, yep. Oh, maybe. Well, <laughs> I'm kidding. There's four folks. I I'm just having fun with people. But he might, you know, he might add a he bunch of more. Add two more than what would be a Gary Bettman uh, appreciation post on the program. Oh, we 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 need those definitely, folks. But the number is back. You know, you can call in. Uh, one three four seven eight two six seven three five eight. I can also invite guests and hosts and and stuff through this cool invite button, which apparently works. Uh, oh I wow! Checked it out this morning, and what that all that really does is put everybody on, basically at a at the higher sound level, quote unquote. And I noticed it's a good four to six times better. 
than, than what I, you know, you can tell the difference between shows that have it and shows that don't. Um, thankfully, Timmy comes through rather loud because that's Timmy. It's, it's, it's basically like how Rick used to. Um, and I'd be, I'd be remiss. Congratulations to uh, Rick on his, on his new offspring. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Rick, Rick and, uh, Rick and Rachel are, uh, you know, they're, they're as happy as can be. I mean, that child's going to be, I, I can't imagine the most, the most offensive radio show 2035. <laughs> I can see it now. I can't imagine being a parent. I still can't. Hey, you know what? That was the first thing Rick said to me when, uh, when, uh, when his uh, wife was pregnant. It's like, yeah, I can't believe this either. So, hey, you know what? It's it's all it's all good for me. Um, there are there is actual news in the NHL allegedly. <sighs> Timmy, you believe we, there's actually stuff to talk about in the league still on July twelfth. Well, where do we begin on this one? Do we oh. go to Buffalo? Do we go Vancouver? Do we go east to west or west to east? Yeah, I don't know how we did this. Uh, do we go Arizona even? Wait, cue the tank. <laughs> Get me the tank. <laughs> That, that, and um, the next rumors of relocation. Uh, no, 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 not again. This has got to end, doesn't it? Someday, someday, this has got to end. Um, basically, as I've been told. Um, all right, I didn't do it. Uh, apparently, the injury ninja has killed half of Middletown for some reason. There's sirens, def deafening sirens ever, everywhere. Um, but well, speaking of the injury ninja, he does not take the off season off, does he? Never, never, folks. The first rule of the injury ninja: never underestimate the injury ninja. Ever think he's on vacation? I mean, he might have been getting engaged this summer. Oops. But that don't matter. That, that doesn't stop him. God, I can't, I can't. I can't believe he did this. I still can't. I mean, there, there's a level of just wrong, and then there's what he did to Montreal. Well, let's see if this goes. This new segment brought to you by the Injury Ninja, not only injuring people since 2007, but destroying fantasy teams. Since 2000. So, who's next, hockey fans? It's a good point. Who is next is a familiar foe that um, Bruins fans know all too well. And um, oh. I think the sanction might have um, I've paid a visit to him uh, way back when. Oh, you mean that Pacioretty guy? Yes. Sorry, folks. And Montreal fans, Max Pacioretty's training camp? <clears throat> Wrong answer. Not going to happen. He is out, Timmy, according to our complex math, as much as 12 weeks. Which would, um, which would uh, mean, yeah, he wouldn't miss training camp. He might miss the entire preseason, too. It's close. It's really close, folks. It all depends on if. Hey, if he has magic powers, now's probably the time to use them because 
look, Montreal has had an interesting summer and not the greatest one. Depends on who you believe. But I would say they've had a pretty shitty summer so far. They haven't really added much, and they pray that carry price doesn't fall apart in the playoffs. Or even uh, West, or even in the regular season when they, uh, who knows, the team they have in front of them now will even last the regular season with the amount of shots he's going to face. It, it's funny, though, because at times he just doesn't. And it's, it, it's an odd sort of thing. You know, you look at a lot of the numbers, and Montreal is actually kind of in the middle of the pack, Timmy, as hard as it is to believe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you look at his goals against it last year, it was right around two. His save percentage was 933. So if you do really bad Conan the Barbarian-style math, he only faced about 26.5 to 27 shots a night. That's not bad. It's you know, it's not great, but but I've seen worse. I mean, Corey Schneider gave up a point blank chance. It seemed like every minute, or it felt like it. Um, you didn't see that as much with Carey Price. Only at times, there were some games where flat out he didn't hardly face much of anything. Um, and then there are games where it, there wasn't an in between with them. There are games where he saw nothing, and then there are games where he. Face 40, 45 shots. Yeah, and it was like it was com, you know, it was like common occurrence. Um, it, it's interesting to start looking through some of his his game stats and stuff from last year, and you go, well, how on earth did, did you know? You look at some of the teams, and it's like, how did Tampa only have twenty shots on this night against the Montreal team that has next to nothing defensively at times, and yet it happened. Um, Bryce does suppress shots pretty well sometimes as well. Uh, I mean, you go through, it's funny, even, uh, here's the best one to me. You go through, say, October, and he allowed over 30 shots a night. You go into November. He didn't. You know, the number the numbers started to dip. December, we don't know what happened. That's that's uh, who who knows whose fault that is. And then it di- and then it inexplicably dips. Um, I think the funniest one is is basically February coming right out of, uh, you know, camp and he, you know, just the all star that weird thing called the all star break that we hadn't had in three years. Um, but. You you look at some of these numbers and go well how but it's it's really all or nothing you, you see a lot of 40s and then you see a lot of low 20s mixed in too uh, or uh, high 30s even with a lot of chances and then you know April we don't talk about April with carry price because apparently that angers people uh, <laughs> it just does um, ironically last four starts of the season to me he only faced 23 shots a night that's <laughs> just I wish well, I was getting. At that point, they had wrapped up everything too. Right, they didn't have anything to gain, and I think the most comical part is they had, despite the, that fact, and he gave up eleven goals in those four starts. They went three zero and one in those four starts. So, yeah. 
Montreal is just a strange team. They have difficulty scoring. Everybody knows it. Um, they have difficulties on the power play. Everybody knows it. And yet, because mostly Carey Price and the fact that he, um, his his you know his goal saved above average was ridiculous. It was around forty. Um, his you know what they call goalie points above replacement in the league was like seventeen. So basically, if you took those seventeen points out, folks, Montreal wouldn't have made the playoffs. That says a lot. Um, but you're in the bottom third in goals per game. You're in the bottom third on on the power play. Your goalie better be your best penalty killer, and he better be your best player. And that that was the case last year. I don't know if you're going to get that this year. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to see what Montreal does because they didn't add much of anything, and if anything, they lost a little bit too. So. Yeah, because uh, where are they going to get their goal scoring? Pacioretty, yeah, he's going to be out 12 weeks, and I'm sure they'll try to replace that from within. But that's 12 weeks of losing your best goal scorer. That's training camp. That's preseason. That's a lot of chemistry that's not going to be there for the first um, several weeks of the season. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, look, in theory – I'll be honest with you, Timmy. I think he comes back a week or two early, and it's not an issue. Yeah. But God forbid if something – there were a setback, then absolutely that 12 weeks comes into play. I don't think he's out 12 weeks. I, I think that was just kind of a number that was thrown out there. And Mind you, this was an off-ice injury, by the way. So people are made very abundantly clear about this. Off-ice injury. He didn't do this skating somewhere. He didn't. Maybe he did it slipping. Uh, maybe he slipped in that coming out of the shower or something. I, I don't know. Um, but these are the kind of things that happen during the off season that you don't expect. Um, I think one that people will forget is Nicholas Backstrom of the Capitals, who's out probably till November after having surgery. That's going to be one again. Is he out four months? Is he out five months? Yeah, he's out four months. He actually doesn't really miss much of anything. If he's out five months, he misses about probably eh, anywhere from eight to 11 games. And then he has to get you know the chemistry back with Ovechkin. Obviously, Washington did acquire some guy named TJ Oshie, which kills Marcus Johansson's arbitration hearing and just blows it out of the water. He's going to probably have to take whatever Washington gives him at this point. Um, well, they're probably also, if they can get any value for him, now's the time to trade him. I would think so, but Timmy, if you're you're looking at this, you're in mid-July now. I don't think you're going to yep. see a lot happen this week. And it's for the dumbest reason. A lot of teams have their prospect camp this week. Quite a few teams. Yes, obviously, a good amount have had them already, but the Devils are even having public accessible practices? I, I don't know. Uh, it confuses me. Um, yeah, while we were gone, folks, Lou Lamorello went upstairs. He's just the president now. Ray Shiro fired almost everybody. I mean, next up is the Albany organization. I'm not advocating firing Chris Lamorello, but shooting him into Canada 
would be an awesome idea. Just putting it out there, you know. Mr. Sherry, you've done a, done great work. You know the the rebuilding plan, top notch stuff. Just got to get above the salary salary cap floor. That's all. Actually, the Devils will probably be the only team that come close. <laughs> It'll be a while before they actually go above the floor. Um, just technically, you have to subtract Ryan Close salary at some point. So, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm going to enjoy this actually rather thoroughly this season. Um, again, there's there's a lot going on. Obviously, Phil Kessel going to Pittsburgh was big. Pittsburgh was one of the teams on his quote-unquote list. It finally happened as free agency got underway. I, I didn't expect Pittsburgh to have to give up that little. Um, and that just seemed like kind of a pattern to me. I, I don't know if you noticed it too, but I, it just seemed like kind of a pattern where were general managers just making too much sense during free agency? Yeah, there really wasn't a move where you can really sit there and question. Um, Mike Green. Yeah. Mike Green. Mike Green. Mike Green. Mike Green. Then, Mike Green. He, yeah. Damn. But even then, <laughs> he got, uh, but even, yeah, the amount of money was way too much, but he only got, what, two or three year deal of that? Three years. That's not all yeah. that bad. That's not bad. It really isn't. It's just that $6 million amount. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, which is what he expected, everyone expected him to get, which is still way too much. I, I still don't understand that. You, look, I, I know the numbers and the advanced stats tend, tend to back it up to where he deserves $6 million a year. But I, I'll, give you, I'll give you one player right off the top of my head that reminds me of Mike Green. That's Sandus Ozilich. The only difference was Ozilis was a little healthier, but it's basically the same type of player. And he was a little better defensively, I thought. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, but he had adventures, believe me, in Colorado, and he was he, he was helped a lot um, by by you know players on that team. Stefan Stefan Yell was on the team with him at the time. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the off offensive forwards covered for him. It's just a way to, but he was actually a little bit faster than Mike Green. And Mike Green, he's still young. He's what, 29? So he's not, he's not ancient by any stretch of the imagination. He's got to, he's got to hit the net more. That was one of the biggest problems. He only had one power play goal on a Washington team that was loaded last year on the power play. One. Yes. For somebody that fired 153 shots on goal, and about half of them on the power play. He had a shooting percentage of less than 2%, folks. Less than 2% on the power play. No, no good. Not going to happen. I mean, granted, Detroit, Detroit's power play was about 23.8%. It's scary. I don't have to look these up anymore. It's become second nature. But how good is that Detroit power play going to be? Marriage Zidlick he was awful defensively, worse than Mike Green ever could be. And even he had seven power play points in his first seven games as a Red Wing. It, it, it'll be fun. 
If Detroit can stay healthy. Oh, God, I said it again, didn't I? Detroit can stay healthy. <sighs> if their goaltending can stay upright. And if their defense can actually play defense, too. Look, the first half of the season, Detroit gave up less than 2.4 goals a game. After that, they gave up over three. 3.05 from January 1st on. That's a lot, folks. That's a lot in the Eastern Conference. I know the East, scoring-wise, if you threw Buffalo out, actually, if you threw Buffalo and Arizona out and a few few East German judges, the East actually was the higher-scoring conference last year. So that's that's rough. It, it's it's not easy. You 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 look at what they've done and go, hmm, okay, good luck on that. Um, obviously, not the only thing in the off season. Boston did stuff, Timmy. For better or worse, number stuff. While, while we were in Vegas, and the irony is, Timmy and I never could meet in Vegas because we were both so busy. Um, I was covering the pre awards. You know, I did good on the jet lag. That's the that was the funny part, great part about Vegas. I did great on the jet lag. Going, um, you know, I had a good time. I was able to meet a lot of people. I ran into I ran into Eddie Olchek almost literally. Yeah, I checked Eddie Olchek. I, I know that's a bad pun, but really kind of happened that way. Um, walking into the MGM for breakfast Wednesday morning, Timmy was funny. I actually did see an NHL player enjoying the breakfast buffet. Oh my god. I, and, yeah. Um, um, we won't name names here, but I do have to ask, was he um did he have a few too much? When doesn't he? <laughs> when doesn't he, Timmy? Oh, that was interesting though. The, the thing about breakfast buffets in Vegas is you can just keep on drinking. The the mimosas are still flowing at 7.30 and 8 o'clock in the morning. So, you know, tip tip for those. And by the way, only 18 bucks? That's not bad. <laughs> it's really not. You could, you could eat breakfast. You could probably eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Timmy, almost, and be stuffed for the entire, almost nearly the entire day yep that's how that's how good it was um the awards itself i i, I wish i could have attended um the the, the punchline in all of this was i wasn't even in nevada when the awards were taking place i actually i actually did go to california uh for the day i i had promised somebody that i would go to i would take her to california you know yeah that's by oh, you way. mean my oh my fiance Rachel? Um, yes. Yeah, folks, I went. Yeah, I I did. Yeah, I put a ring on her. I had to. Um, more fun that way. I, I I couldn't. I you know look, folks. The first show was going to just be fun anyway. But I did I did get engaged. I I I couldn't really be happier. I, I know it won't be easy because it never is with me. It just doesn't never. It's never a dull moment. But I know she's listening. Thank you for putting up with me for the past 
God, was it now almost four years? We tried. We we tried to do a few Vegas shows. We got to one. Penn and Teller wasn't performing on the night that we were going to go. Of course, didn't work. They were. They were actually. It's funny to me. They didn't. They didn't do shows on Wednesday and Thursday night, but they did did them on Friday night, and we're just like, well, we're kind of leaving Friday night. That's a problem. Fortunately, they're on the East Coast, so I'm going to see them at the end of the month, so it all works out. But yeah, as people told me, the award the awards were quite an experience in B, C, for better or for talent. I didn't miss much, as I was told. The show itself, you didn't miss at all. Yeah, I heard the show was pretty dreadful. Sorry, folks. Maybe you shouldn't have. Yeah. To quote Paul Harvey. Wow. Really? And Kurt Angle. Oh. That's, That's a good point. But. I heard the I heard the post party was pretty good. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't went to go to that, but I did have a better reason for that. Our hotel, the hotel we stayed at, uh, the Hard Rock Hotel, they had the National Hooters convention there. Why am I not surprised, Timmy? That I even uh, you have actually to should be surprised about that because there is a Hooters hotel in Vegas. Yes, but there it's is. Not very good, so that's why they went to the Hard Rock. You're hundred percent right to me. It's funny when you take the monorail going from place to place in, in Vegas. The one, the one stop near the MGM, the Hooters is smack dab straight ahead, and yet there were plenty of good parking spots available. So, um, you know, we we did it right. We rented a car. We went to quite a few places. We managed to make it to the Grand Canyon. Um, no, I did not fly. I did not fly in a helicopter ride around the Grand Canyon. Uh, I like my feet firmly planted on the ground. Thanks, unless it's an unless it's an airplane or a jet. Um, um, not not so uh, not so good with helicopters anymore, like I used to be. So, but it it was an experience. It was nice to get the news, Timmy, in a different way out there. Uh, a lot yeah. of rumors that we were able to pick up on out there that probably wouldn't have if we didn't travel out to Vegas. A lot of the draft stuff that happened kind of got its start at the tail end of Vegas. So basically, as Bob McKenzie was enjoying the pool at the end of his Vegas trip was when things started to pick up. And you know, there was a lot of players. You know, there was a few players where their tra- rights were traded, et cetera. And we got into free agency, and there was quite a few signings. Not as many, though. There was only 56 signings this year. There was 91 last year. Better class, to be honest. Uh, yeah, this free agent class uh, at the beginning was not expected to be good, and it lived up to the reputation, believe it or not. Did it, did it ever. I mean, look, as we're seeing some of the signings tri- uh, trickle in now, I mean, look, Chris Stewart, Signed officially with Anaheim today, on a on a one year one point seven million dollar deal. This is a guy that made four point one million last year, or four point one five. You know, what's a few thousand dollars to me? Future Bruin Chris Stewart from the last five six years. 
I'm telling you, I really thought he was going to Boston this time. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Planning out that. Um, I think anyway. <laughs> I hope so. They they made all right. Boston might have made a few moves along the way. Let's see. All right, so Milan Lucic and ultimately Martin Jones went out. Although Jones came in at first, then went out. Um, this is where it gets funny. They got a great deal out of that, especially in the Western Conference, where who knows if San Jose is even going to make the playoffs again. Could they even be a team that gets them a top five, top ten pick? You know what this does to San Jose? You're absolutely right, Timmy. This puts them like in the 10 to 14 range overall in the league. You know, in the sense that, you know, 10th to 14th worst in the league, which does nothing. And you want, you want a top, you really want a top five or six pick in this year's draft, um, you know, coming up for 2016. 2015 didn't quite pan out the way some experts thought. It still was, it still had good depth. 2016 is supposed to be kind of more of the same. So at least this time around, we, we expect that more. Um, Austin Matthews will be the consensus number one pick. Um, I'm not going to say he's going to be better than Connor McDavid, but I will say Jack Eichel probably will be when all, when all is said and done. Um, McDavid might have more points, but something tells me Eichel might have more accolades when all is said and done. Call it well, you're looking at the If we look at the two teams the way they're constructed right now, believe it or not, Edmonton is in a better place to do better in the short term. But uh, right. Buffalo, I think long term, you're looking at, that's the reason why we're looking at uh, more accolades for um, Eichel. Yeah, McDavid will, McDavid will definitely be insulated in year one. He'll probably see time on the top line at some juncture. So that'll help inflate his points. Um, to what? I don't know yet. See, this is the problem. I've seen fantasy hockey projections already in July. In July, folks. July, the seventh month of the year. Weeks after that thing called the Stanley Cup was awarded. It's too early. It's also too early to declare that Sidney Crosby's going to have over 100 points this year. He couldn't even get to 85 last year. Now, granted, he is going to have a certain so Kessel at his wing, but... Yeah, it just means he's going to have to cover more for another winger defensively. Yeah. Oh, 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 I didn't say that, did I? No. Someone gave us a hot dog. Oh, no. Oh, not again. No. Oh, no. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How did Joey Chestnut and Steve Simmons get into this at the same time? Oh, oh, Joey Chestnut lost. Oh, that's too bad. Damn. Uh, now, um, are Nathan's as good as the Toronto hot dogs? That's why I want to know from Steve Simmons. Well, obviously, you're not going to get a straight answer. By the way, me. I think we're about to piss off another mainstream media guy. Yay! I love, I love pissing off mainstream media guys. You know what? I, I think that deserves to throw out something special. Yep, throw the cow. Um, 
That's right. Only here do we throw Not the that Keith Olbermann didn't do a number on him. Who is ironically not working for ESPN anymore. Again. <laughs> it was one of his last um, segments of World's Worst Persons in the Sports World. That was great. Now, that's the one thing I'm going to miss with the Olbermann show. It was just that. The World's Worst. <laughs> that was great. And and it it, it it almost needed I don't know if you could have done it, its own own fifteen minute show would have been perfect. Just the first half of the uh, show, just do the world's worst of the day. It would have worked. It had potential. Um, again, there were so many out there who deserve the accolades. Oh, it, it, there's never a shortage. I mean, look, um, man. I'm looking at this now. Obviously, the other... I guess we have to get into the other big trade, too, besides all the things that Boston did, which you could just go on the Bruins website. It's much it's much easier. Um, you'll, you'll thank us later. It's just a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, just to make sure you guys figure out that Dougie Hamilton did or did not want to be in Boston before he got traded. You know what? That one's fun. And I'll tell you this right now, Timmy. Would I want to work under Cam Neely? Hell no. Ever. I met the guy. The guy is a dick in every way. Uh, yeah, I threw him under the bus with, with the tractor trailer. But if you, if anybody thinks Don Sweetie is running this in Boston, <laughs> no. No. Don Sweetie's singing you know, under the first thing under about this is, yes, they did. Make a couple of decent moves, I think, I uh, with Valeski and uh, with Valeski and Hayes, and getting a couple first round picks for Lutich and Jones. What uh, what wound nice. up to be Lutich was pretty good. The weird but thing you know, about this, though, that even if they're worse than what they are right now, they still might make the playoffs in the Atlantic Division. They still might find a way to finish third. It's tough. I'll be I'll be honest with you, Timmy. I think it's going to be tougher than it looks. Um, there's 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 a lot of moving. The problem is there's a lot of moving parts to the Atlantic this year that weren't there. Obviously, you know Tampa is going to be at the top. Tampa is not going to sit there and every time they get within two points of of a team to get into first place have an injury. I don't think that's going to happen this year. Um, no. You have to think that Detroit's going to be decent enough that they make the playoffs. Montreal, you have to think that even if they drop off 10 points, they're still going to make the playoffs. So that's three. Well, the thing is, Carey Price has has to stay healthy. Right. I mean, that could change. It's possible. Uh, the, the, The biggest question marks are obviously Ottawa and Florida. Um, does, does Florida continue to improve? And if they do, then that could be a problem for Boston. Ottawa, I don't know. Ottawa, your guess is as good as mine, Timmy. I really don't know what's going to happen there. I, I do kind of think Ottawa just went on a roll, and it was an awesome one. I mean, they went 22-2 and two with Andrew Hammond. And now Robin Lehner is gone, which was a good move for them. They didn't get, you know, they got a decent return for him. 
as he as he was shipped off to Buffalo. Um, when you get down to it here, it's gonna come. To, it's probably gonna come down to Boston, uh, Boston, Ottawa, Detroit, and Florida for those two spots. You would think, in theory, unless. Like we said, unless a bunch of injuries happen, which is possible because Detroit, as we all know, is like the king of kings when it comes to injuries. They seem to be in the top five in man games lost every every year, the last five years. Uh, Montreal's been one of the healthier teams. You have to figure at some point the law of averages kicks in. Um, but they're an unbelievable home team. And that's that's kind of why I sit there and go, well, you know, Montreal's kind of more of a lock than most people think. I just don't think they win the division. Um, they'll be the they'll be the dogged questions all year whether Steven Stamkos goes to Toronto. No, Timmy, Toronto media is not just milking that pipe dream for all it's worth. Still, are they? No, no, not at all. Well. Knowing Toronto, they'll break the bank for him and then still have to trade some of their assets uh, uh, because of salary cap. Well, let's see. Next year, the salary cap will be $75 million probably or somewhere in that neighborhood. So if they offer him a max deal, that'll be $15 million a year for the next seven years. That'll be fun. <laughs> seven years, $105 million. I can see it now. But it's not about apparently it's not about money with Stamco, so we'll see. It's look, there's about a ninety percent chance that he resides in Tampa anyway. People just have to relax. If it's gonna happen, it's going to happen. If it's not, it's not. Um, Jesus. I mean the seeds mid or early and mid July articles, like the one Justin Bourne threw threw out there, normally is not like this when it comes to, you know. The headline, the headline was pure clickbait. The article wasn't actually. People probably should read the article because it goes, it goes a little bit deeper than the usual, you know, stand coast of Toronto, fa la 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 la, et cetera. So do that too. Do read, do read it though. Seriously, I, I do, I do recommend it because you know, one of these days I'll come up with a rebuttal or article on places he could actually go. And, and the such. Um, yeah, a lot of teams did n almost nothing or less than nothing. I'm still trying to figure out what St. Louis did. I mean, other than signing Vladimir Tarasenko to a huge deal, which was a smart move. Um, and trading OC. Trading OC, which they had no choice, and they didn't get much of a return for him either. And look, Troy Brower is on the other side of his career. Brower is a nice guy. Uh, he's a character guy, but God, I, I don't know, Timmy. They signed Peter Harold, Timmy. That's all I need to know about St. Louis. You signed this is Peter going to be a team Harold. who goes from winning the Central Division, being one of the top teams in the Central, to be on the playoff bubble. Well, with, with the way, or, yeah, you know what? Here, here's something to think about, Timmy. If they drop 10 points, they're right where Winnipeg was last year. Yeah. Is that far off? Probably not. I mean, look, look that whole division finished with 90 or more points. And you figure Colorado improved slightly. We know what Dallas did. 
Dallas will be just They'll awesome to watch all year. They can they can find enough of that. They really all Dallas needs a stable goaltender. My theory is if Dallas gets Dallas gets anywhere close to nine fifteen save percentage goaltending, they're making the playoffs. That's all they need. It's like with Calgary last year. All Calgary needed was around a nine fifteen save percentage, and they got it, and they they eked into the playoffs. Yep. They um. And they got it from two goaltenders, so they might need to go to that two goaltender system themselves. Yeah, go. It's becoming it's becoming a trend again, and people think that this is something new, and it it isn't. You see this about every ten years or so. Uh, for a few years, there's a two goaltend. There's almost like a platoon system. New Jersey did it in the early '90s before Broder took over. It was Broder and Terreri. Um God, I, I try. You know, oh God, it keeps slipping my mind, Timmy. Uh, Urbe and Weeks, I think, in two thousand two for Carolina. Yep, I, I seem to remember. Um, the Bruins Edmonton, did it with one in ninety with Lemelin and Ramford. Ramford. Was it Ramford? I'm trying to remember if it was him. No, Mo. Andy no, Mo. No, Mo. No, Ramford's yeah. the one that beat them. Yes. Um, them. But yeah, it, this isn't this isn't brand new. Speaking of not so brand new, we bring in Derek Stefan's number one fan. Hi, Derek. I'm sorry about that. That's my fault. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good evening. Welcome, welcome to the not so well oiled machine. Although I sound much better now, I, I sound like I'm in high definition, which is something awesome. Um, uh, so what's up? Yeah. By the way, when when we do sh when we do do shows, folks, like the other shows on the network, somebody needs to tell Brian Sanborn to lower the volume significantly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's gonna be bad. I noticed like something, like, uh, but I. Do do shows that Run. sometimes the volume on things is just so loud that like I can't even like understand. Oh yeah, yeah we did this. Um, let's see. Oh Timmy, you know what I almost forgot with the summer? Matt Cook got bought out. Ah, oh. he got cooked. He got cooked. All right. He got cooked. <laughs> hey, look, Eric, we're rooting for this. Not not because you're a Rangers fan, but we are rooting for Derek Stefan to go to an ugly arbitration hearing. We need one. We need one hearing. That's all, that's all I need. You do realize, right, if it goes to yeah, that, I know. that Rangers Twitter will be at civil war, there will be total chaos? That's what I want. I want civil war. I love, I love arbitration. Arbitration is like... The true hockey Christmas for me. It's I make no bones about this. I saw the Avery one eight years ago. That was crazy. There's there's things that still are not repeated today that I heard in a in a certain bar that Sean Avery once owned. Oh, that from bar. that hearing yeah. that 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 would just blow people's minds. That that the, oh that doesn't happen in the hockey world. Oh yeah, it does. Um, there, there were there were plenty of tears shed and fists thrown in in that arbitration hearing. Not to uh, interrupt, but like mm -hmm. you know, Fourth of July was last week, right? No, last week. Yeah. Um, there are people in the next development setting fireworks off. Hey, you know, 
it's summer. It's hot enough. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. And this this only seems to happen out here. I don't know if it's just like a Staten Island thing. Like there'll be people setting off random fireworks. It could be it could be like even in the winter. Like sometimes there will be fireworks that are set off. So now winter would be kind of cool, actually. I mean, you know, you barbecue, you and light off a in a three foot snowstorm, no less. I've seen it happen. Um, hey, you got to melt that snow be, somehow, right? That would be kind of hard to set off fireworks when you got like a foot of snow on the crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not saying it can be done because I've done it, but I've done it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be yeah. like a hazard, though. No, 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 nothing, nothing bad happened. No. You've actually done that. Yeah. My first one to admit it. I've done it. Interesting. Interesting. It was a nice. It was a nice. It's a nice way to light a flare when you can't see when when you know the road, the road lights are out. Hey, there, there's the road. Um, yeah. Just sure, make sure James' ER Paul is never in sight. Ow, my finger. So you guys were talking about um, the two goalie system before. Yep. Yes. Um, I mean, I still I'm more of like I'm more of a traditional, so I'm more of a one goalie guy. I mean, I think two goalies, you know, it could work as long as you know. Both guys play well, and you know, one guy gets hot, you ride them. But like, into the playoffs, though, that's kind of tough. Yeah, it is. Tough that's why. That, with that kind of stuff. Yeah, in the playoffs, you want to have your stud netminder in there. You want to have a guy you can rely on rather than two, because I think that I don't know if they so much creates tension, but I think they, I think teams would love to. Uh, teams playing in front of their goaltenders would just love to have some consistency and stability, barring injury, of course. <clears throat> that, like, that wouldn't like happen. Take, for example, Calgary. Like, mm-hmm. Calgary has, they got Kerry Ramo, right? Yeah. Ramo and Hiller. I thought Ramo, Ramo yeah. Well, Hiller, yeah. I think, isn't and, he gone? Isn't he gone? Hiller? Or is he still He's gone. there? I don't know. He's at UFA. Yeah. Ah, see. I don't think all he right. Wait, wait, wait. Though, did he? Well, the Flames have Not this yet. other guy, though. They have this other guy. Uh, they Orteo, have Yoni Ortio. Yes, yeah, the prospect. He's supposed, to be, he's supposed to be good, but, like, like when you look at the Flames' roster, like, it's it's pretty loaded. Like, they upgraded, obviously, on the blue line. Um, got some nice young players there that are going to get some off the contract next year. Or offer sheets, hopefully not. Oops. Monahan and uh, Goudreau. <laughs> um, but like, like that team like has all the ingredients, right, to make a deep run. I just wonder, you know, what's going to happen with the goalies? If which goalie, you know, would they ride if they do that? If they're able to go out there. I got to think they're going to try and ride the kid. I I can't I can't see them relying on Ramo too much at this point. Ramo's only good when he faces Anaheim for some strange reason. He has like a he's won like four of his last. Uh, or when he faces he, the Devils. Let's not talk. Well. <clears throat> Everybody's Sorry. good when they face the Devils, Derek. Don't you know that? Except for Arizona, yeah. and even then. Um, Arizona, oh, you're too much. 
Hey, the tank that the, the Arizona tank is on. It, it really is. Lost the medal? Uh, I think so. Oh, I don't doubt it. Where where Arizona will be next year after this year is a bigger question. But yeah, here's here's the list, Derek, of of the Calgary scare or the Red Scare, as I'm going to call it for next year. Hudler's a UFA. David Jones is a UFA. Okay, that's no big deal. Colburn's an RFA. Gaudreau is an RFA. Monahan is an RFA. Marcus Granlin is an RFA next year. Giordano and Russell are both unrestricted next year. I mean, like, they have a lot of cap space still. But, like, mm-hmm. I mean, they have, like, a glut of defensemen. So I have to right. think that maybe a Russell or another guy, I don't know. But, like, right. one of those other guys will get traded. What actually will happen is I'm sorry. I'm, I, I apologize to everybody. Actually, Yotas Hiller has one more year on his deal at four and a half million. Forgot about that for some reason. But I do think if something were to happen, he would be gone before training camp starts uh, to lower cap space. So say if Giordano gets an extension, they're just going to they're just going to bite the bullet right then and there and get rid of Hiller and his salary just to bring in. Uh, uh, I mean, Ordeo is making not that much, needless to say. <laughs> you know, you're you're you're, sa- you're saving almost four million on the salary cap, basically three point nine. So Ordeo will get qualified next year at six sixty. He'll probably get a million. You you figure if you had to try and play pay Hiller, he'd be at least three and a half to four million next year. You know, for 2016, 2017. So you're saving money either way. Ah. Uh, they still have to play Derek Anglin almost $3 million in the next two years, though. Yeah. I like Derek Anglin, but, you know, I mean. Not at $3 million. I mean, look, Chris Chris Russell, Derek, is making less than him. Chris Russell's an yeah, unbelievable Russell's a bargain. bargain. He's a yeah, bargain and a half. Uh, but it, it's wild to look at this defense, though. This is a crazy defense. I mean, you you look at this. Just their top. All right, you figure the top four right now, and you could make a case for this legitimately. I could go Giordano, Hamilton, Brody, and Russell, and put Weidman as my third pairing defenseman and shelter him That's very scary. easily. Yeah, that 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 defense. By the way, yeah, you, know, you have a twenty-two year old, a twenty-five year old on your second pair. That that could be good for a decade. That's, yep. You know. I mean, there will be a lot of pressure, of course, on Hamilton to perform. Oh, but, no uh, doubt. Without a doubt. But, I mean, I mean, that contract the playoff there. I, it'll I think help. That it's just a, it's a great fit. It really. I mean, is look, D- Dougie Hamilton was a good power play guy on a god awful power play last year. Sorry, Timmy. That power play was bad. <laughs> you mean the powerless play? The powerless play. Um, I'm very familiar with that term. I wonder why. It seems to be a common term among the... You know what's funny about this? The powerless play is a very common term among the original six teams. The original six. Yeah. You, you think about it. You, you look at all the original six teams. Boston. Brutal power play. Toronto, 
pretty ugly power play, especially in the second half. The Rangers, well, we know what their power play was. It was only good against the Devils. Again, most power plays are. Um, you go, you go down. You know, like you said, you know, again, Boston. Even the Canadians. The Canadians were in the bottom third. Um, you know, Chicago was bad at times on the power play. I mean, they were brutal, and obviously in the playoffs, even more just hideous. Um, and that's why we said it, it seems like just a term over the second half last year. You know, if you combine the last twenty games of the playoffs, any of those six teams were in the top half of the league on the power play. They're pretty bad. It's almost like teams, like the teams that win now, they win without the power play. It's bizarre. Which, I mean, look. It's really weird. I mean, Tampa kind of did that in the playoffs even at at times. Shot blocking. The art of shot blocking is just so, like, just positioning that, you know, having that extra man is just not that much of an advantage. Thank Thank you, John. Well, that's only because of the goalie that he had that was afraid to face shots and still kind of is. Um, uh, what, do you think remember of, that, uh, what do you think of that deal uh, that the Stars made, obviously, you know, getting Patrick Sharp and upgrading their second line? Well, I wouldn't it's a sharp deal if it wasn't for the lack of defense that they have now. You know what's funny? Dallas, Dallas almost improves by subtraction. They they really do. Trevor Daly was one of the worst defensemen in the league last year. And yeah, it was partially because he was overused. But if you go back like five, six years when he wasn't being all that overused and he was still bad, he cannot pass a puck to save his life. Uh, he could hold on to a puck really well. That's because he, he was afraid to pass it. Um... <laughs> You know, partially the offensive spike last year came as a product because he was just used to the point of overkill. That's that's what sometimes happens, folks. We're going to go a little bit into the archive kitties because we seem to do this all the time on the program. So bear with us, and you'll get to listen to this on the other side on iTunes. And thanks again for joining us. It's a pretty nice deal. Uh, but but you're right. I'm looking forward to see what Dallas does though. I, look. I'm looking forward to my 17 and a quarter percent discount for center ice this year. C, C, C. Um, how did you, I mean, uh, how did you wind up with that discount, by the way? Uh, it's class action lawsuit, Derek. If you have direct TV or, uh, Comcast, oh, you're kind of automatically, oh, right. yes. you're kind of automatically uh, thrown in. So I paid, I let's did. see, I paid, I paid 160 last year for center ice for the, with the, uh, and that wasn't even the early bird, guys. <laughs> that was the that was the oh barely early bird. So um, it'd probably be like you take a sixth off of it. It's probably going to be like a hundred and thirty-five. That's not bad. And they're going to have all those packages where you can follow your team across the country and such. So like, if you don't want to listen to Sam Rosen screw up over and over again, you can do that. You don't want to hear you don't want to hear Steve Cangelosi go. That was almost in over and over again. <laughs> you can skip that too. 
Because I believe, I believe, guys, you can get the other team's uh, announcing crew as part of the, part of the team package, which is interesting. So you can, so you can replace I, that with Jack Edwards if you really wanted to. To Jack, new Jack. <laughs> Jack Edwards. God, what is New Jack Four gonna come out? Come on, I, I, I need, I need, I need more New Jack. Whenever Rad Marchand wants to do a duet. That needs to happen. It does. I know it's horrible and inhumane, folks, but... Um, I mean, if I was a Sabre fan, I would just get the the uh, Sabres broadcasters for John Arette. Yeah, it's going to be interesting like, to see if, if John Arette really does hang it up after this year. Because there's talk that he's going to. I mean, how long can he hang around? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he definitely... You know, he's had it rough. There's no question about that, so... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. They're going right, to be a All right, Derek, if I put you on the spot, does six years, 39 million, get it done with Stefan? I'm going to say yes. Yeah. I think that a six-year deal at $6.5 million per, which I proposed, would definitely get it done. So it's funny because yes. about 20 different Ranger sources have proposed about the same thing. It's uncanny. You know, you know what? That, that just seems like it's the, it's the ballpark number, you know, it's the ballpark figure. I mean, I, I've heard that everywhere from, geez, I mean, from Ra- Rangers report. I've heard that from, you know, the pay. I've heard that from even Larry Brooks. Who rarely, you know, makes, who's out there? We know he's like from there. another planet sometimes. But you know, for him to say that, okay, and you know, the, the guys from Blue Shirt Bulletin have kind of said basically the same thing in, in that ballpark. Some have tossed the seven year in, you know, the seventh year in. Maybe you know, well, I mean, one or two have thrown an eight. If you throw a seventh year in, like you're buying up five free agent years. Yep. Yeah. Like I said, this is this is. I think this is about the only notable case that could go to arbitration. None of the other guys are notable. Holpe's going to get, eventually get signed in, in Washington. Yeah, that's not going. That's not going to drag out. Um, and he'll no. continue to shut out the Bruins too. Jeez. If, um, if they didn't keep doing those rich deals, which Slack loves to do, they wouldn't be in this situation. I had said that to you all along, though, Derek. The the the, the bridge gets you in trouble eventually. Uh, My dad, he hates the bridge deals. The the only way the only way the bridge deal works, and and, and GMs are going to realize this eventually, is instead of going to the two or three year deal, is that you go to like a four or even five year deal. It's gonna be. It's going to be a different kind of bridge. It, it really is. Um, you're gonna to have to pay to buy up a couple of years of free agency for somebody. It's it's not like how it was. Um, um but you're them, right? It nearly bit Montreal in the ass last year. It really did. What do you do with Chris Kreider next year? <sighs> he's gotta be on the well. He's gotta be on the first line first off. I would think. Um, 
the the interesting problem is what do you do is all right technically nash can play left or right wing in, in theory there's there's still this part of me that wants Kreider and Hayes on each wing. I don't know why. It just it seems like it could. Kind of connection. It, it, it could work. And you just put JT Miller in the middle and see what happens. Um, that I, would I be an I think, like, eventually, like, I think you're around to something there, that eventually Kreider and Hayes are going to play together. So it I, just I, makes I, too I, much I, sense. Damn it. Yeah. If it makes too much sense, that means it doesn't happen, right? Eh, crap. Um, not what they think. Many things they're like in this day and age. I mean, it's funny. They're, all right, so the Rangers, in theory, have 10.2 million in cap space. However, <laughs> and, and the keyword is the however of this all. They they do they do have some prospects they have to sign, which uh, yeah, it might cost a million here or a million there. They're, they um, are. I mean, there's no doubt. I gotta say. You think you think Lindbergh actually battles for a roster spot in camp? Look, I, I don't see why he can't. I mean, I mean, I, I don't want. This is why I didn't understand, and and I couldn't believe that people actually celebrated the Stalberg signing. Like, what do you? I don't get it. One point one million on him for? I don't get it. I I, I I still don't understand that one. I really don't. I mean, and there were people. There are. Blogger, no one all bloggers wanting it, saying it's such a great move. And I'm like, really? Helberg wasn't that good in the Nashville system. He was okay. I mean, I mean, the Helberg move is interesting. Right. Um, I I don't know. I mean, goalies. He's six six, right? I mean, goalies do yeah. take some time to develop. They have so they have a lot of goalies. I don't really like. I'm not sure what they're what the plan is, as far as that goes. Like Halverson, right? They they signed Halverson to a pro contract, but it's probably better for his development to go back uh, to junior one more year, probably. To say it's Salt Marie for another year, you know, because like he'll be back. Yeah, I don't, I don't get this because basically now you have four goalies that technically, well, you have three goalies that could back up Lundqvist, basically. And don't forget too, like, um, like the Russian that they drafted, Jeff Yorkin, mm-hmm. he performed pretty well last year at the juniors, but he's in the KHL. So you're not going to see him. Yeah, you're not yeah. going to see him for a few years. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, um, I thought you were going to ask me something else actually before. I know you're going to put me on the spot and say, like, you know, how would you rank the top five in the division? And it's it's really hard. You know, I, 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 I have I have my theory on fundamental theory of coin flip. I'm actually picking the Devils to finish tied for tied for last. <laughs> With Carolina? Yep. I think they might. I, to be honest, and, and it's unfortunate, but I do think ultimately Corey Schneider is going to have an injury at some point this year. Um I mean, they weren't he- they weren't healthy last year, and I can't see them being much healthier this year. Look, are they the ever big gonna, like? Are they, I'm sorry. Are they ever gonna like find somebody that could play with Adam Henrik? Um, until they get rid of that that albatross known as Zajac. No. No, look, I like the move for Paul Berry. I don't. Paul Berry's a good move. 
they 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 just have they just have so much work to do. I mean, um, you look at it basically if you if you throw look close if you throw clothes you know into the LTIR pool, which you know it has now has Whirlpool Jets and a Jacuzzi. Um, the Devils are the uh, Devils are six point six million under the floor. They're six point six million with wow. six, with sixteen players signed and enough guys that they could sit there and legitimately field a roster and still be under the floor. They could be un- they actually could legitimately have a roster, Derek, with the fifty million dollar salary cap. And it would be decent, and it would be decently competitive because of Snyder. You know, is this the, is this it for Patrick Elias or? It's got to be. It's got to be it. It's got to be it. I, I hate to say it. I, look, the man shares my birthday for crying out loud, and he's one. Of, he's one of the nicest interviews I've ever had. Um, yeah, he's a great guy. All right, except for that time where he threw the garbage can across the room because Clarkson pissed him off. But hey, you know. I can understand that. That was that was good stuff, but you know, you, you look up and down the roster, and you look, and you think this has got to be Eliash's last year. I mean, he carried Zajac in the second half last year. <laughs> just, you know, Zajac has to bounce. Zajac has to bounce back more to get trade value at this point than anything else, because I don't think Shira is going to be too happy with a guy that just. That just fires, you know, missiles wide from two feet away. I guess, um, I guess that blows my uh, my Travis Ajax back to Winnipeg theory out of the water. You know what? Never say never with something like that. After all, I mean, all the Devils players go home. That's true. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was I was um, going to joke with the you know before Henrik signed the deal um, a couple of years ago, I joked that Henrik the Toronto rumor was going to be pretty strong. <laughs> and we're joking uh, now about Stamkos to Toronto. Go figure. Yeah, it's just yeah, it just goes full circle. But I mean, yeah, you have to look, and the Devils realistically are go they are going to sign Adam Larson to probably a. I gotta think at least a three or four year deal. Um, the number that seems to be floating around is three and a half to four million a season. He's worth it in every way. Um, Jelena is the more interesting one. Nobody knows what's gonna happen with him. Um, you know, with Shira running the show, it's anyone's guess. Uh, as the, if if that case goes to arbitration or not, I don't think it will. Um, you know, he's he's a long term project defensively. We only can say one thing about the Devils' defense: John Moore will make a nice addition for them. Hmm. Thank you, Ragers. Thank you. <laughs> I, you know, he's interesting. I mean, I, I wouldn't have given him three years, uh, but he, it's like there's talent there, there's ability, skating ability. He has a good shot. But just has to put it all it's together. Like he just can't. He can't put it all together. Maybe I that's think, the only question. I think uh, if you he, throw he, him into the wolves, Derek, and you throw twenty, you throw nineteen, twenty minutes a night at him, I think he'll be okay. It, it there'll be some growing pains with it. I, I think he'll I, be better off. I mean, I, I'd like to see him, uh, you know, figure it out. 
Oh, uh, definitely. Like and I, I don't. It's going to be weird, though. I mean, let's figure out how I'll be with the Devils. Not exactly it, it, what it's going to be Ranger odd. fans want to see, but you know. But come on, I mean, look. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not like that. I, I like to see my. I like to see how four players figure it out and do well. Yeah, it's. It's it's going to be fun. The, the the Devils really are going to be the one team that has the hardest time to get to the floor. It's just well, funny I to mean, say, but you, there's nothing I out mean, there. Pavel Zaka, I mean, going to be on the roster, I think. I mean, the whole year. Or... I I I you... I, you know what? Do it. I don't I don't think you see him right away. No. I just don't. Uh, I mean, yeah, I I would love out. to. I mean, that's the one guy, you know, like if I if I if, if, if the Reds to play the Devils or when I watch the Devil game, I want to see I want to see what that guy could do. I mean, that's yeah. That's, according according to general manager, actually, Zaka hasn't even been. I don't think he's been technically signed yet. I know it's coming. Um, I remember it, I remember seeing it was going to be like nine hundred and something thousand plus plus bonuses, but it's not official just yet. So that's another. Obviously, that's another deal that would go, you know, up, you know, get them closer to the floor. But the problem is they may lose players, ultimately, and then have to bring back guys. Like Steve Bernier might wind up still on the Devils when all is said and done, uh, just because they he don't have still, enough right wingers. I mean, he's he had a nice year last year. I mean, he's, yeah, you have him, you have him in that fourth wide role. I mean. But is it is it a time to find out like what the what a guy like Stefan Mattel? Well, he, he he did get you know he got ice time at the end of the year, so I'm sure it's time to figure out what what he can do. And what about Reed Boucher? I mean, have, I think you have to you have to figure out what these guys are. At some point, you would think that they, they would, but it took so long. It basically it took so long for them to do this last year that they lo- they basically caused these guys to use a lose a year of development. And I've seen it too many times, not just with the Devils, but with other teams as well, where they wait and wait and wait, thinking that they're going to make the playoffs. And it's like, look, you're not going to. Just play the young guys. It can't be any worse than the older guys. Do you think that Mike thinking was just because because of Lou? Uh, There's just that there was that stubbornness that you know we got Corey Snyder and. Yeah, we have some veterans, you know. Let's let's see if we can hang around or whatever. Oh, there's no doubt about it. The the stubbornness was obvious. I mean, look, yeah. it it goes to the other pattern of the Devils, you know, team that players and coaches and GMs hang on too long. Um, it's unfortunate, but it's just it's just how it's kind of gone with them. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, I sh- I should have uh, said this before, but uh, hey, congratulations to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very, very happy for you, and I'm very excited. It's awesome. All right. So, just to, yeah. Dude, somebody's gonna going. put up with me for life. This is scary. Um. <laughs> As if it had to happen once already, right? Oh, that was awful. Uh, <laughs> talk about that one. Um, God, I could. Uh, we won't. I could. I could. I could. I can remember many of the early shows of the program, where, yeah. Um, why are you doing that damn fucking show again? <laughs> and you know what? Like I say to people, I stuck with it. I stuck with it. And I really stuck with it. And somehow, 
it actually paid off. I don't know how, and I still don't know how, but I'll take it. Um, and I guess that's Tim. that's where the that's where the little bit of humbleness comes in for me. Um, hey, what do you think of uh, of the Bruins' odd off season and their roster? This is fun. It's fun. Um, what's not hey, to Tim. think of it right now? Because I really don't know what to didn't know what to expect with Sweeney when he got the job. I still don't know what to expect with the moves coming from him. What I do know is it kind of it's a bit of fresh air this off season because I remember last off season the only thing that there was to report about was again like here we're looking at Dougie Hamilton being traded. I really mm-hmm. don't think he wanted to be in Boston and that's why they dealt him when they did, even though I think they really should have held on a little bit longer, hope our, and hope maybe arbitration pays out and maybe try to trade him, uh, trade his rights uh, during that time when they could have gotten more value for him. Um, and then the other things that kind of puzzled me with Sweeney was the McQuaid extension and trading for Zach Ronaldo out of all people. <laughs> but he's also done some good, I think. Hey, he's look, I mean, like, he's, I love the- Got Hayes, he got Pulaski, he got first round pick for Jones, and another first round pick for Lucic. So, got to take the good. I have have a working theory, Timmy. Like, I mean, like, what was I going to say? There were two moves, like, that I liked. Um, I like the trade that you guys made with Capo last year. I, I, I the Conley like trade? Yes, I, I like that move. I think Conley can still develop as a subject. Yeah, um, and that's another thing. They were able to sign him for some pretty good money. So yeah, more, one year more, and barely a Well, yeah, I mean, because he's still unproven, you know? Yeah. And they so did like, the same thing with Spooner, too. Yeah. Yep, two years and like, 1.9. You have two guys. Uh... He's one of them. Um, there's, there's another guy that I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, I can't remember. I can't remember who the other guy is. Pasternak. But, yes. Well, that 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 that's the, that was the other guy. Yeah. Like I like him. Uh, I think that there's a lot of upside there. A lot of skill, certainly. Uh, what do you think? I mean, I think maybe he scores at least 20 goals this year. I think that would be a fair um, that would be a fair prediction to see him score at least twenty, maybe twenty five. But it all depends on who he skates with, uh, how many minutes he gets, and who his line mates are as well. If it's Spooner, I can see him getting twenty to twenty five. Or if it's Krejci, with Bergeron, he'd be more of a defensive liability, and that's not a knock on Bergeron or Pasternak by any means. At the same time, I think there's more chemistry to be had with uh, Spooner or Krejci. So, like, I mean, like, they're still going to be competitive. Oh, and they could sneak in, they could sneak in as a, um, they, I think they still have to uh, get to third in the Atlantic to make the playoffs this year. Given uh, what's going on 
with the uh, Metropolitan, which might be one of the toughest divisions out there next year, at least in terms of the race for the top. How much is uh, those long-term contracts with uh, especially Krejci? Krejci is seven um, seven two five. Either seven two five or for like five or six years. How much is that hindering their ability to, I guess, improve or you know? How much? How much does that hurt them? Those contracts. I think those contracts have hurt them more, you know, than helped. When you think about what they have to do. The Krejci contract itself, I think that's going to be the big thing um, going forward because they might um, eventually have to trade him, I think, at his salary. Yeah. Uh, Bergeron and Tuca, they're long-term at eight, eight, eight and a half. They're, they're, no, they're going to be staying. Chara, um, he's got a couple of years left at a hefty salary, but other than that, they uh, now that they shed Lucic's contract, they do have the cap space. Yeah, they, you have just, in, just enough. Then what's he, he signed for? Like another two years, I think, and then he's up. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Boston, fortunately, only got nailed with an overage at a hair less than a million this year. So it wasn't like last year where they got hit, nailed for several million. And, well, and they just the killed the cap. contract. Yep. The evil. Yeah, so they didn't really have that much. That much to carry over, except for uh, part of Lucic's salary now. Yeah, the, the, the retention hurts a little bit. I mean, God, they retained what? Two and three quarter million. Was it two or three? Yeah, 2.75. Yeah. So between that and the overage, that's 3.75. That's 3.7 million right off the bat. Um, so that's basically like having a mid, you know, a mid, a mid, midline player. Um, or Chris Kelly. <laughs> Whichever comes first. It was up for one more year at four million dollars. I, th- I ding, 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 ding. Yeah, four million dollar cap. Uh, four million dollar overall, three million cap hit this year. Um, that's like uh, the Blackhawks with uh, pickle. <laughs> four million bucks. Four million beep beep bucks. That's the cost of success, though. I mean, sometimes like these GMs, they just they just throw around money like it's just you know. I mean, it's like you know, I gotta have this guy. You know, that's it. Who's gonna reward him because you know the guy has a good playoffs and you know you win a cup. So that's what you're that's what you're seeing. It's part of the mismanagement. What are what are playoffs? I don't remember playoffs. Playoffs are like. <laughs> you know what, you, you've only missed. You've only. It's the last three years now, isn't it? It's oh, believe me, years. it'll be another. It'll it'll be another three years at least. <laughs> so, are you saying that you're actually going to tie, like the Rangers teams for the Dark Ages? You're actually going to. Was that seven years? I, I can't remember. That was seven. Yeah, that was seven. Was I think seven? we'll come close. I think we'll come close. Really I really do. I mean, I, I if you know. think about it, Derek. You know, that that metro division is going to be stacked for the next three or four years. It really is. 
So that's, so that's where you have to think of it in the sense that you're probably going to have a 5-3, you know, format as far as how the playoff teams, un unless something else changes with, with, with Gary Bettman or we add teams, et cetera. And that could, that, that's, that could change things. So we don't, you don't fully know. Yeah. What the expansion but, but how long it's going to take for the devils to get younger. And we're, you're talking through the entire system, which has issues galore. I mean, look, the next stop is for Ray Shiro with the ax is in Albany. Um, it needs to be done. I mean, somehow, somehow Rich Kowalski is still coaching this team. And I, I, with, with how guys like guys like Henrique and Larson who have just sung his praises from no no they haven't they hate his guts um, I mean here, here's something to think about though guys Adam Larson being buried for all in Albany as long as he was the previous year not 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 last year but the previous year before that will cost the Devils at least a million dollars when they go to sign him a season. It'll cost them at least a million. So you don't think you don't think he doesn't remember that? Shoot. It was one of the first things he said to me. He said, oh yeah, they're they're gonna pay me at they're gonna pay me at least a good three and a half, four million with my next deal. The way they flatly that was just so well, look what they did with Henrique when he broke his thumb. <laughs> they let him languish. They let him languish in Albany, and basically, by the time you know, with the lockout and everything, he came back. I mean, you picture all right, guys. Can you picture a guy who scored game-winning goal in the first round and the conference finals, playing fourth-line minutes in Albany? Albany. I mean, I could see well, if you're sending a message in New Jersey. Is if his attitude had it where he didn't want to be there, even then, I can't really see it because he's probably one their more was one their more talented people even during the lockout. Yeah, that's 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 the comical part. I mean, that was part of the reason why his production dropped so much in the shortened season was because he was he, he tore he tore half the ligaments in his thumb, which. If it's your shooting hand, that's so much fun to try and play through. Um, but you know, it's 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 just sort of a lesson to be learned. You have teams that just continually make these backward moves and keep these people. I mean, look, David Conley's finally gone. David Conley should have been gone five years ago. Um, you know, it's part it's part of that pattern, guys. Staying too far past your past your welcome. I mean, you know, Condi there was there for thirty-one years. There's a lot of scouts in the, in that devil scouting department that are, for the lack of a better term, ancient. You could probably push a couple like, of them uh, over, and they'll turn to are dust. Are we talking like Red Army ancient? I would say pretty close. I'd say at least two or three <laughs> that I know of personally. Oh my god. I mean, one is probably close to Stan Fischler age. Wow. Or at least he look he looks that old, let's put it that way. I, I think he's in his early seventies, but he looks like he's pushing eighty five ninety. <laughs> um, but but that's the thing. You cannot have a team like this. 
I mean, it's a it's a miracle the Devils were near 500 last year, and that's why that's why I said to you, Derek, that Snyder at least deserved a Vezina nomination. It wasn't because he was going to win. <laughs> He's not going to win, obviously. But that team was Buffalo bad last year. I mean, they were a 60-point team at best without Corey Snyder. And they finished with nearly 80 uh, they, points. They were pretty, they were pretty inept. I mean, that's, I mean they're, that's they're, true. There was a there was even a Buffalo game where they had 19 shots on goal against Buffalo. You know, you're talking a team that gives up 35 plus like it's pinball, and they had 19 shots on goal. And maybe they, they were getting five. outshot by so much in some of these games. Yeah, it's. I mean, sure. I mean. I mean. Even a bad Detroit team in the second half, they had 12 shots in a game against them. Uh, Toronto, one game, they had 17 shots and one. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I remember some of these games, actually, because I That's look at the, the box scores, and I see that they won, and I look at the box scores and see what the shots were. I was just like, have they won the game? Yeah. I mean, it's comical. It, it it's it's not it's not good. I mean, there, there's no way around this. I mean, look, your your one of your top five forwards, you know, salary wise, is Tomo Rutu this year. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. I, don't even, I don't have I don't even have a word for that. I I, I mean I I've been through like just you know teams that you know missed the playoffs, but when the Rangers were missing the playoffs. They always had talent, but the forward core that wasn't the problem. But they just—they were so fundamentally flawed. So this is this is a difference. There's a big difference. What's funny with the Rangers, and people forget about this because unfortunately, a site like ManGamesLost.com wasn't around then. It would have been fun oh, to God. see if it was. The they, they Rangers got, they got, in in at least five they, or six of those second halves got absolutely decimated with injuries. And not that somebody like me predicted that, but you could see it coming. You'd be um, like, yeah, you'd be like 2001, 2002 with Lindros. Oh, that, that you could see coming and, uh, from a mile away. And then, and then Brian Leach missing like most of the second half. And and I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Malakov also had an injury and then Messier had an injury. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, that team would have made, that team was good enough to make the playoffs, but you know it is what it is. And then of course Flurry, you know, just falling apart. There, there's a lot. There's a lot of reasons why those teams missed the playoffs. But, I mean, notwithstanding. But those are the things that often happen. That they didn't really have but, a good coach either. So, yeah. No, it doesn't help. Yeah, you know, no, there, there was there was the there was the infamous uh, Dan Blackburn burnout. Um, they just, they just, bur- they just ran, burned, stopped them, you know, into the ground. Uh, just, you know, unfortunate, but that's what happens with these teams, Derek, sometimes. Uh, and I say this to people, it's like, well, how can you see a team missing the playoffs such and such years in a row? It's it, it all in development. You could see this happening. I mean, partially some of it's bad. You're, you're throwing... You're throwing an unknown variable such as bad luck into the mix. 
look like. It's but, normally is a no-no, yeah. but you have to in, in these cases. I mean, luck is so much a part of it, though, when you talk about sport. I mean, there's such a – let's look the word I'm looking for. There's such a thin line between winning and losing, and uh, you know this. Uh, yeah, we, mm-hmm. saw, we, we watched tennis, you know. You know, Djokovic, you know, he's a great player and everything. But, but you know, I think just, you know, be Federer again. But it, you could you could correlate it to any sport. You could correlate it to any sport. Just whether it's just a, you know, a bloop dropping in or, or you know, someone fumbling a ball and winding up in the wrong hands. And, you know, it's just or, – or, or – a shot heading a net, a left court, a net court. You know, there, there's so many instances, and of course the injuries, the injury factor. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean it's there's you have to you have to be lucky. You have to be lucky to win also, and to have the success that uh, the Blackhawks have had and Kings have had. Sure, you have to have it. I do love people that are trying to throw Anaheim into this mix, and. Look, they're right there, and the biggest problem Anaheim has is themselves. It's like Washington. The biggest, the biggest problem teams like Anaheim and Washington have are themselves. It's mental. You know it's, not phys- it's not physical. Well, physic. you wonder why? Because um, there is a common coach that they had at one point. That's true too. Oh God! <laughs> hey, hey, I have my, I have my, I have my theory though that Washington is even more cursed with trots than they were with Putra. I don't know what it is. I, I look. I know Washington brought in Oshi and they brought in Mister Game Seven, Justin Williams, but I don't think that even makes a difference. I really don't. I don't think that makes that much of a difference because of how stacked the Metropolitan is. I mean, it's going to be a war every night. And look, I'll be honest with you guys. Justin Williams was a very sheltered forward in L.A. And it is not a coincidence that his five healthiest years were his time in L.A. It's not an accident. Um, He's going to get bumped around. He's a little older now than he was then. And Look, it was a great deal. It was an excellent signing. The guy lives near Atlantic City, so I, okay, I know too much here. But at the same time, this this Justin Williams thing could be a disaster. No, not a disaster. I just think that he's going to wind up having a visit or two from that got that mythical well, figure that often. It's possible. I I don't see him. I don't see him playing 80, 80 games at all in either year in Washington. I, yeah, I don't. That's fair. That's fair. Um, it, um, it's 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 like my reasoning for why there won't be a hundred point scorer in the league. They'll be in one. The league is still too spread out scoring wise, and two, injuries. You're gonna have them, and I wouldn't be shocked if Phil Kessel is one. <laughs> you realize that that happens. Uh... Pittsburgh fans might just their minds because, like, I was looking at Phil Castle, and he's played like a whole bunch of games in a row. The guy doesn't miss any games. It's common. It's like a ticking time bomb. That—that's the problem. You don't know when. 
And Pittsburgh, unfortunately, is a team that is just susceptible to injuries. I mean, they just have a knack. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the most unfortunate thing you can say in sports. But it's true. There's just certain teams that players that weren't injured before, they go to a certain location and, oh, God, it, it just happened. Um, What's the I mean, over under on Malkin for games played this year? Uh, 70? I think that's what I saw in Vegas, actually, when I was there. Yeah, that was another fun thing. I meant to throw this into the show. Timmy, all the sports places, sports book places that I went to, and oh yeah, I just 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 for just for you, Derek, I did put money on the Rangers to win the division, just for fun. Um, how much did you throw down? Not that much. I I I, I threw like twenty bucks. That's it. Bucks, I just wanted right. to. Yeah, because the like, the odds were odds were still decent enough. The return was, eh, you know, it was it, the return was basically even money. Uh, I mean, still, even with like their problems and their issues, like they I still have the best goalie in the division, even though it's it's close. Uh, close the best goalie the in the division, have. ironically, is in New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, it's close. <laughs> it's close. You know, but like, but. But between, and even with their defense, which is a little overrated, I think we all agree about that. But they should still be in that. I, I I don't see why they shouldn't be fighting for for the division again, whether it's first, second, or third. Yeah. My my, my only slight concern with them is do I don't I I can't see them scoring over three goals a game again. Um. No. Yeah. It doesn't sound like much with, like, say, Carl Hagelin going, but nobody knows how Zuccarello is really going to perform this year. Bro. I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I've heard stories that, you know, he's 100% and et cetera, but until he's out on the ice, like, God, God forbid, I mean, you don't want to say it, but yeah. God, if it happens again, Derek, I mean, then what? You know, if he gets hit in the head again, I mean, you don't, you don't know. I mean, it's a scary injury. Uh, when you, you're bleeding internally from your head, I mean, my brother, my bro, my middle brother nearly died from it. So I, I do, un, I do understand a little more than most. It's, it's scary stuff. I mean, my brother never could play. He never could play competitive sports again after that happened to him. It's I mean, scary. It's the unknown. And you'll find out a lot. I mean, it's, it's, it's a full contact sport. I mean, and Zuccarello is the kind of player, like, he gets his nose dirty. Like, is this game going to be impacted? There, there's a lot of there's a lot of questions as, as far as that goes. It's it's you know it's like even when you start looking at you know the other divisions, you look at the, you look at or even in the Metro, you look at Columbus. Columbus has made all these moves. Are they are they do they do they finally stay healthy enough to crash the party? Because look, last year they had division, they had division winning caliber talent, and it just fell completely apart from almost second one, which is a shame. Uh, the but, only question I have with them is just uh, the defense. You know, they, they, the defense is still a little bit of a question mark. They got to play better. They got to play better at home. 
They have yeah. to play yeah. better at home. It's like watch. It's like watching the Rangers from five six years ago. How about get it off to a better start? Well, I mean so that would help too. But you gotta better. you gotta remember, Derek. I think they had three guys on IR from like the first week of the season. Yeah, I mean yeah. that, that yeah, it's tough. It's tough to overcome. I mean, you, you look you look at their record towards the end. And obviously, they've won all those games in a row. Um, I think it was like 11 or 12 games that they at least recorded a point uh, at yeah. the end of the season. They went 9-0-1 in their last 10. And if yet still, healthy, um, they're that wild card. Breakout year. Oh, Jesus, yeah, that, team, that team's Boone fun. Uh, I think Boone Jenner will have a breakout year. Boone, Boone sure. Jenner is a load. Boone <laughs> Yeah. I, I shook I shook his hand at the NHL awards and I thought he was gonna break break my hand in many different ways and I'm a pretty strong and stout fellow and, and that hurt. Um <laughs> be the first one to admit it. <laughs> it really hurt. Um but that's like getting a Chara handshake. It's like I must break you <laughs> often. I remember um, like once I met like Bill Led there. But I was doing like WNBA finals, but I was working on WNBA back in 02. And the handshake, my head hurt after it. Well, well yeah, because uh, Lambier's hands were big enough that they envelop your hand. I mean, your hand would just disappear. I mean, look, I joke that even my fiance's hands make my hand vanish, but that's because I have small hands. But I mean, Lambier's hands were like gargantuan, sort of, sort of like Char's are. Char's are just long. Um, yeah. but he, he has like freakish strength, which is unfair, even at 38. But I mean, you, you, you start looking up and down this year and we're going to have fun doing divisional previews because it's just going to be heated and ugly and all sorts of chaos, which we thrive here on the program with, um, some of the other things that we're going to be doing, obviously there's going to be a fantasy football show at some point in some juncture with, um, with Brian and myself and a cast of characters. Um, a lot of things that are going to be going on with the program that I'm actually going to have time to do for a change, which I, I didn't let, you know, especially as the second half of last year uh, began. I mean, for folks that don't know, it, it, it came to a point where I'd look and it's like, wait, which site do I have to write for now? Uh, uh, damn. Um, what wait a minute how many hours do i have to write tonight uh, am i going to bed tonight no um is there a bedtime no um so so for people that sit there and think oh you you you're freelance you work from home it must be pretty easy no i mean look i you know, i said to timmy i was like look i'm i'm blessed to be making as much as i do during the regular season but it's not easy but by any stretch of the imagination. Um, will I be writing for a few more prospect sites and betting sites during the season? Yeah. Will I be running a few fantasy hockey daily sites along the way? Yeah, I'll be doing that too. But now that I've found a way to kind of manage it to where it works, I can do the show again. That was the biggest reason. That was the biggest reason why we couldn't start the show again. I had no time. I mean, I would try to prepare something and it's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to do a show. And then it'd be like, I need sleep <laughs> or wait a minute, you know, X and X event happened and I just don't have the time to do it. Crap. Um, 
or I got caught having to go down, say, to Middletown to go see my fiance. Something happened, and I had to be there. Um, now it's kind of like, you know, now that this hi-fi thing actually works, and it works pretty good, I can do the show off my computer and not have to worry. I mean, I have a high-quality laptop. Um, right, I don't have to worry about the connect. The, the connection's been solid all night, folks. I will say that much. I have not really had a problem at all. Um, I'll give Block Talk Radio credit for something, which means we'll be all disconnected in 30 seconds or less. But it's solid. It, it does what it's supposed to do. And, and the sound quality is just something I'll have to get used to along the way. But I'll, I'll also have to learn to speak into the shiny mic that's right near the computer um, a, a little more. I'll get used to it. And yeah, we'll have guests and we'll have fun like we usually do. And I'm, I'm sure we'll tick off a whole bunch of people along the way because we always do. Um, you know, that injury ninja bastard hated in all 30 places, except for maybe New Jersey. He, he tends to be liked there. <laughs> I wonder why. I don't know. He has a pretty, he has a pretty good spoiled home, but. Um, Look, none of this would be possible without Rachel, to be honest. <laughs> Look, not only does she somehow put up with me, uh, but she help, she helps me out immensely. She knows a lot more about hockey than people give her credit for. We are bringing back your favorite show, Derek, just for you. What's up? Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. You know, it's a new month, Derek, so I can play this again. Wait for it. Wait for it. I always wondered how this would go. I don't know how loud this will be. Swiping. <laughs> Derek, cover your ears. Um, I think I know what's coming. No, you don't. Oh, wait, no, no, that was for me being in California last month. Oh, here it is. Who went in front left there? Scramble for it there. They pulled the way out. Still in blue. Pumped out by Kovalka. Six You know, it was so loud, even at 50%, that it almost blew us right off. <laughs> you know, My good God. Like, the the sound so, system like, on this is amazing. I'm so numb to that. But it's like, now I'm starting to think, well, maybe maybe they made a deal with the devil for, because they beat us. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about that, Derek. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can't think of anything else I could come up with. I mean, you got you to think about it. How the Devils got screwed in that Stanley Cup final so badly by, well, one, the post, the crossbar, and then a certain referee that his daughter was a Kings fan. I, all kidding aside, yeah, you had to make a deal with the Devil. I mean, look, I almost jumped over Rachel when Henrik scored. Because I could see the play, and I'm like, this game's over. I can't believe this is actually going to happen this way. Because you saw, for those that don't, 
for for where I sat and the angle that I sat at, at the Prudential Center, you could see Henrique like a Christmas a kid on Christmas morning, waiting for the puck to squirt back under, and, and through Lundqvist. And you had the five Ranger guys almost all in the crease, except for Richards, was I think was a, who was a little bit to the left. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, Rachel, this is going to happen. And I'm going to cry like a little school kid because I still remember 94 as, a, as the worst nightmare of life. That and Mark Messi, you still a whore for high-sticking Zelopukin. And somehow three refs missed this. Um, but it, it's like the moment was almost anticlimactic. It really was. You saw it coming in slow motion, which, I mean, and it happened, you know, last year even with the Alec Martinez goal in overtime against the Rangers. The same kind of thing. You knew it was coming. They, they had you, so many chances to win that game. It's just like, like when you have that many chances, it's going to happen. That's just, that's just the way things are, you know? It was, you hit, it was the same thing with the Devils. Yeah. The, the Devils series. Or, 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 um, or Crossbar or, or Kreider on the breakaway, where yeah. I thought Kreider was definitely going to score quick. And when he didn't, yep. it was just like, uh, uh, that's just a but, matter of time. Yeah. But, but people forget three years ago, the same thing happened. The Devils went up two nothing like it was nothing, and it looked it looked like it was going to be a blowout. And to be honest, the Rangers, for pretty much fifty minutes of that game, were the much better team. They were, and that's what yeah. everybody yeah. seems to forget. This, you know, the magic of the de no, no, it wasn't like that. <laughs> you you knew you knew as a Devils fan, if the Devils did not score early in that overtime, they were not winning that game. It, it had to happen on a play like that. It really did. I mean, the first 30 seconds, people forget that the Rangers had a glorious scoring chance right they in did. front of Brodeur. That's right. And it, just, it gets lost chance. by everybody. The only person that picked up on it was, not surprisingly, Don LaGreca. Because <laughs> I, could, I, could I could still remember talking to LaGreca after the game because at that point, basically... They basically dropped the mic after ten minutes of the post game, and they walked out in disgust. I mean, it just you know, as he said, the disgust, the the looks on players' faces and the coaches, and it just they couldn't believe it. Um, but that's the oh, kind I that's mean, the kind of thing that happens. I mean, it happened to Tampa this year. Look, look at look at the game against um, the you know Detroit, where they basically dominate it from start to finish have 45 shots on goal, and Mrazic shuts them out. It was the same kind of dejected feeling. But at least they had time to come back. That's the difference. Um, yeah, I mean, you know. that's sports. Uh, I mean, it's not always fair. <laughs> not, you know, no. better, sometimes the better team doesn't always you know, prevail. You know, like I said, it's, but you, you, they lost that series. Because Ryan Carter scored a goal from Stephen Chiaka. <laughs> yeah. The, the Devils were flying. You know, that was, yeah. that was one of the most bizarre. Between that and Salvador having 10 points in, 13, in the first 13 playoff games, which you can yeah, never I mean, see coming. 
And then they signed him to that contract. You can see that there it is. The price of success, man. Say? <laughs> to that contract. The, the, oh, you know, it's the, it's, the funda- it's the fundamental theory of success. Sometimes you sign a guy and it works out, and most times you sign the guy and it doesn't work out. It doesn't work. It really doesn't. Yeah, especially especially those players that are in the middle of the road that suddenly have this wonderful playoff. Um, sort of like Chris Kelly. Um, <laughs> yep. It just works that way. There's 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 no explanation for this. Um, sort of like Mark Stahl and Dan Girardi. Um, but it, it just works that way. I want to see what... Yeah, why not? Give him a no movement cost for ten years. I, mean, I can't believe. I still can't. I still can't believe that. I'm. Te- I'm telling you, Derek. In three years, he's Salvador on skates. You know, Girardi will be Salvador on skates. I have to ask you one thing before I do go. Uh, mm-hmm. Like these bloggers, you know, who are saying trade Klein, trade Klein now. I'm like, why? How do you how do you trade your third right D guy? When you be weakening yourself and you don't even know how good Brady Say is, you don't even know what Brady Say or back or up or making the club. I don't. I don't think you. I. I. I do get why they're considering it, and it's partly because you have you have several you have these RFAs still, Derek, and you don't have a lot of cap space. I mean, especially if you do wind up playing paying Stefan six and a half million. I mean that brings your cap space down to three point seven. That's not a lot to sign the players that they still have to sign. Uh, I I do get it in that respect, but then why do you why do you go out and sign a Victor Stolberg? I mean, look, Victor Stolberg's a low risk um, contract at this point. Um, yeah. You know, you're good. It's gonna get the the big one is Zuccarello. You know, if Zuccarello performs like you expect him to. You might be, you know, and and you get some defensive performances or somebody shines in camp, then yes, maybe Klein is expendable. Yeah. But right now, right now I can't I can't see it until until we see what the Rangers look like in camp and you know how the two Rangers look. McElrafe, I think honestly is a I don't want to say bust, but I still can't I still can't see him more than a, as a bottom pairing defenseman. In, in this league, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it, Derek. I, I just the skating. It's the skating is just. It worries me. Yeah, I mean, plus I mean, it's what local coaches their roster. I mean, I mean, it's all about skating, and finesse. With, uh, yeah. So. You, you need you need some kind of you, you need to have a little bit of foot speed, and I. I don't know if you know McElrath needs to go to a. I still think he needs to go to a skating coach. I said that when he came out, you know, when you know the draft five years ago. That was one of the things I said. He 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 needs a skating coach. Um, you know, I Russ Cohen. They drafted him, mm-hmm. Russ Cohen. Yeah. Um, but you know, I watched Bauer, and I was just like, I wanted Bauer, and you know, of course, I did. Mean, not that he's great in his end, but <laughs> what a guy can skate and just uh, you know, much much more, you know, upside. Oh, definitely. Uh, guys, I, it, it comes to the time of the archive where 
I, I, I say obviously thank you and, and, and all that nice stuff. And, um, go watch Running Running of the Bulls tonight. I highly recommend it. You, you want gore, you, you, you get gore. Um, hey, it's the favorite. It's the favorite official show of the Injury Ninja. He loves the Running of the Bulls. Um, but no, you know, thanks for making the first show fun. Next week, we'll probably preview one of the divisions. Uh, I'll see if I can talk to nice people and see if they'll come on. Um, I still don't know how I'm doing the show on the 26th chat, but we'll, we'll work on that. I might have a little bit of help there. A um, few shows I might be doing from on you know, some random state, perhaps. It'll, it'll be good. So. The only way that I can end the show tonight is because I screwed up and I forgot to play this as the opening. And I'll be probably killed for not doing this sooner. But eh, it's just the way I am, as, 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 Mr., uh, as Mr. Wheeler would say. Man, you didn't play the song that you're supposed to play. Um, folks. Good night. Good night. Download the show on iTunes. It'll be on.